Hello, gentlemen. Welcome to the Daily Time Ticket. Today is September 27th, Tuesday, 2022. Oh, oh, and do I have a good a good guess for you guys? Me and Brayden have actually, uh, we've we've been in communication for quite some time. He, I, he'd always like the posts, and I tried to reach out to him every once in a while, you know, just to see what he was doing, if he ever wanted to come on to the podcast. And for episode number 98, we finally managed to get it together and have him and myself in the same room. Genuinely great guy. Such a nice guy, and... A lot in common with myself. We talked about the gym. We talked about ghosts. We talked about Mountain Dew Flaming Hot, which is a thing. And if you've never tried it, tell me about it. Send me an email. Send me a send me a personal message. If you like it, if you don't like it, I don't I don't know. It does, to me, it it looks pretty gross. It 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 doesn't seem like a, a flavor ma- match made in heaven. It seems more like a flavor match made in hell. But hey, to each their own. And uh, this podcast was was great. It was fun. The dude is a genuine guy. I think I already said that. Awesome, awesome conversation. Easy to talk to. And I had a great time. And I hope you guys enjoy this podcast as well. But before we get to that podcast, you already know what I got to do. I got to talk to my sponsors. Big shout out to Pocatello Station Square. That's right, baby. Pocatello Station Square. How many times have you guys heard me sing the praises of this place? This place is amazing this place has all types of office space it has restaurants it has insurance it has selling it has classes to offer acupuncture's here they do acupuncture here they do yoga classes on mondays thursday nights yeah come on down you want to practice out your comedy chops see how good you are at being on a mic it's hard let me tell you something it's actually it's pretty tough being in front of somebody and trying to make them laugh it's it's not easy but if you want to come on down here, try it out. Highly recommend it. Great atmosphere, great people. Come on down. Uh, another thing I want to talk about is the haunted tours of downtown Pocatello. <laughs> it's Halloween time, baby. It's Halloween time. And I think everybody should experience the paranormal, the bizarre, the macabre of pocatello idaho there is plenty of it especially after that whole funeral home fiasco that's going on right now let me tell you there's some sketchy stuff going on in the undergrounds of pocatello and i as a fan of the paranormal highly recommend to check out the tour john and lisa do it and john and lisa are the hosts of the i believe it's the man i'm gonna hate myself they do a paranormal podcast because they are active ghost hunters so they go to all the buildings in pocatello and they try to find get evps they try to get um white noise they have a white noise machine and they try to get you know ghosts to talk on it they try to get readings they're 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 full-fledged ghost hunters and they're the ones that do the tours and they know all the spots so highly recommend checking them out so without further ado ladies and gentlemen please Give a big round of applause. Big, get, get get ready. Sit, sit yourselves down. I don't know what you're doing right now, but what you should do is go go to your if you're near if you're near a kitchen, go into the refrigerator, grab yourself a mineral water, open that baby up, or a beer, whatever, something something to, something to drink and enjoy this podcast episode, because this was a good one. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the great and powerful Brayden. Anderson. 
take, take as many sips as you want. Zero carbs. Dude, that's what life's all about. Zero carbs. Exactly. But carbs are delicious at the same time. I So, I'm, I'm usually not a big, like, seltzer guy. Yeah. But they kind of just came out of nowhere. Dude, Mountain Dew has their own seltzer. They do? Yeah. It's... Pretty good? Yeah, it's pretty good. Dude, Mountain, Mountain Dew's been exploring all types of flavors. Have you seen the Mountain Dew um, Flamin' Hot? They have a Flamin' Hot Mountain yeah, Dew. Yeah, I, I don't know who wakes up and decides to drink that stuff, man. That's, that's I think a I think it was flavor. like Mountain Dew Blackout was like the one, one of the first. Like there was Voltage, Code Red, and then Blackout came out. That shit was good. But I just got a feeling that the Flamin' Hot one is going to put you in a coma. I've like, only heard... I've only heard... Uh, Mixed reviews. Some people say, wow, it was such a cool experience. And then other people are like, who the fuck made this, basically? It really is an experience. Yeah. Mountain Dew, Flamin' Hot. You know, it's two two things that Mexican girls love. Yeah. Mexican <laughs> girls love Flamin' Hot things. Fair enough. Don't know why. And they love Mountain Dew, right? It's just yeah. so... I guess the, the, the creators of that were probably like, dude, two and two. Yeah. I don't know how you can make a spicy drink though. No, it just it doesn't. It does compute in my in my no, head. It don't make sense. So, Brayden, welcome to the Daily Time Ticket, man. Hey, how are you, dude? I'm how doing so doing? good. I can't complain. Loving, loving all this fall weather, dude. I'm a I'm a sweater weather guy. Sweater weather. Everybody's dude. Everybody around here is a sweater weather type of person. It's true. It's true. It's hard. It's it. It really is. It's because of fashion. You can yeah. really. I, I'm I'm a big fan of a sweater jacket combo, like a good sweater jacket combo. Yeah. I'll always, if I see somebody with it, I'll, I'll go up and tell them, be like, dude, you with this right here, killing it. This is great. I like that. See, for me, it hides my fat rolls, and so I'm able to disguise that. Ah, okay. So see, that's a that's a that's another reason I think a lot of people really like the exactly. fall weather. Slimming. It's slimming. Yeah. It's also it makes you it it makes it allows your face to kind of take center stage too. And like it forgets about your entire body. That's fair. Now we're fashion experts. How clothing? I think I am. Yeah. All right, yeah. I, dude. I'm loving the NASA shirt. So. Heck yeah, dude. I'm actually wearing my, my work stuff. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> See, I, shirt, I, I just changed shirt. my shirt. That's all I wanted to do. I was, dude. I forgot. I was actually gonna change my shirt too, but. Luckily, we got beautiful voices, and that's all that matters. That is all that matters. You have a very deep voice. Thanks. Sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> if I get too excited, then I start to see a little more high pitch, but. But it's all good though. My voice changes when I'm around different people. Yeah, for sure. See, I when I have to, I'll, I'll make outbound calls every now and then, and I do have a customer service voice. Yeah, oh, everybody's yeah. got a customer. Everybody's service got voice. a customer service voice. Yeah, mine's pretty bad. I wouldn't say bad, but it's definitely like, ooh, he's talking to a member. Yeah, he's, like, he's talking to somebody. Yeah, else. He's talking to somebody else. My 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 customer service voice. So I work at a, a mechanic shop, right? Around agriculture, a lot of machines. Yeah. So I work around a lot of uh, country folk. Nice. Right. So yeah. my. I, I've I've managed to morph my voice into more of a country dialect. Nice. Just so they feel a little bit more comfortable. Fair you know? enough. And it, it I think I think because I think it works. Yeah. I'll go up to them and be like, "Hey, listen, sir. Here's what you got to do." Right. Yeah. And it's a lot of sir, sir, sir. I say sir. Yes, sir. Sir, yep. sir. Now what's going on here is uh, your your valve. It, it appears to be not functioning properly. Now we can get you one. And, it, and like, if you do it, if if those guys, that's all they hear. It's like, yeah. Perfect. Not yeah. too much. Not exaggerated. Just enough where I'm like, simple. This dude knows what he's talking about. He's been around his entire life. Yeah. And they don't question it. They've never exactly. been questioned. But if I'm that. around my, my my boys, I'm like, yo, what up, dude? What's yeah. going on? <laughs> dude, I feel that. I um sometimes at work I say dude a lot more than I'd like to, 
where I'm like, mm, I should probably try to clean that up a little bit. But if I don't remember people's names, I'll usually go, what's up, dude? Oh, How's it going, sir? Are you good with faces or names? Good with faces. Better than better than I am with names, for dude, sure. It, it's kind of rough when you, you, you've you met somebody before mm-hmm. and you know their faces. Yeah. And you just, you, you're waiting in the conversation and you just kind of got to wait for somebody to say their name first and then before you can say it because it's like, it's it's Blake? It might be, but I, don't, I don't know what his name yeah, is. Yeah, it's like, mm, what's up, Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, Brandon, but close enough, right? <laughs> Dude, a, a real power move is when you just go up to somebody and you just you know that's not their name, but yeah. just to show a little bit of dominance to be like, oh yeah, I don't know who you are. Yeah, you don't even register your last appearance with me. Didn't register your name. Right. That's a power move. That I've is. had that happen with like older people, people mm. who you should respect, mm-hmm. and then they'll just be like, Oscar. <laughs> like <laughs> close enough. Yeah. Close enough. See, I get I'll get Brandon Brady, and I'm just like, mm-hmm, that's me. Yep. You're like, I'm not, I don't, I, you kind of feel like an asshole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Correcting them. Like, actually, that is not my name. I mean, you don't want to be the actually guy. Right? Oh, you never want to be the actually. Actually, it's like, mm, if no. you say actually, you can feel the tape getting onto your glasses in the middle and then getting like pen pockets. And then, and as you say, you push up your glasses yeah. where it's actually. like, actually. Actually. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, what do you do, Brayden? What, what, do, what, do, what are you all about, man? Oh man, that's such a broad question. It For right a- now, professionally, um, I am a virtual. So at I at O Central Credit Union, shout out I green am, team. Shout out the green team, dude. Love ICCU. I might be biased, but I do love ICCU. It was voted like the best place to work in Idaho multiple fucking, times. Like, three dude. years in running. Yeah, dude. It it really is. I love it. So I'm a I'm a supervisor in their virtual service center mm-hmm. where we do like video chats and everything. Um, I've there's three teams. I've got a team of ten people, um, and dude, it's amazing. Like I, like I said, I'm biased, but of course, it's pretty amazing. It's how did you time. get? How did you end up there? You know, I um, ended up in. So I was living in Utah. Maddie and I, my wife's name. Um, we decided to move back to Pocatello. And honestly, it was just a job. Like I heard people say, like ICCU is really good to work for. ICCU is a good place to be at. And uh, I was like, all right, I'll apply, see what happens. And I just got on on their in their call center. Mm-hmm. Um, and dude, that changed it all immediately. First day there, um, it was like our we, we got to meet with the the CEO, C CXO, the Chief Experience Officer, a whole Ooh. bunch of VPs, like. They, they introduced themselves to us, share their stories, why they're there, why they believe in the green team. Mm-hmm. And just that day on, I'm like, okay, this place like believes in in each person there. Um, and they're really big with developing. And when you ask like what I'm all about, developing, progression. Developing, um, progression. Yeah. So so hence, you know, just kept running the, running the grind, dude. And eventually just opportunities kept popping up i was an agent in the virgin virtual service center for like a little little over a year and a half almost mm-hmm. two years um and then got to go up to be a, a manager trainee then a supervisor wow yeah. moving up the ladder yeah, yeah. How do you, so starting off how do you think how do you feel you've progressed and you've you know advanced yourself from when you started to where you are now where are some areas that you think you've grown in Ooh. um 
So they, they have you, everybody has a different tactic when they're a leader, right? Um, I've had different leaders um, since, you know, bosses, right? Since working at ICCU that I will always, you know, carry their, what they taught me deep in my heart for my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those is embracing change, you know, giving a uh, change a chance yeah. is what I like to say a lot, where whenever anything like you might not agree with, at least just open your mind to it. Try to understand it. Um, so for me, honestly, understanding change and empowering change. Mm, um, yeah. Because ultimately, if we want to progress, which you look at ICCU, what they've been able to do, they're, they're all about progression. Like moving into Washington, some Oregon counties, um, all over. I mean, shoot, man, Holt Arena. You see ICCU all over the place in there. They just ICC, did a huge remodel. I see ICCU everywhere I go in East Idaho. Yeah. If I go to an event... ICCU is always there. Yeah, there, like you can always see. It's super, just like brand marketing. You just know if it's at Circle with like you know the stripes, the yeah. logo. You're always like, yeah, of course. Like if if I wouldn't see ICCU at an event, I'd be like, Ugh. you know, you know what the logo is? Like what it stands for, other than just a circle? No idea. Hands holding what? together. Yeah, it's it's fingers interlocking. Huh. Yeah. Did not know that. Right? The more you know. Dude. The more you know. Yeah. Dude, time to get. <laughs> time to get. The more you know. Hashtag it, baby. No, nah, dude. I, I, I've been with ICCU. So when I first opened a checking account there, I was uh, like a sophomore in high school. And then nice. one of my buddies was like, if you sign up for ICCU, they gave you like 75 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been with them ever since. And as of, it was like early July. I, I was like, I will forever be with this guy. Cause, so I got I got um, a lot of money stolen from my account. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I got I got screwed over. But they oh, sent me a text no. message, right? Mm. I got a text message. ICCU, here's a here's a pro tip. ICCU does not send text messages. Nope. Uh, yeah, uh, just FYI to all yeah, those listeners. Just, just an FYI. <laughs> they don't send text messages. And my card wasn't working, right? They yeah. had a hold on it. And then I got a text message, and it said... Hey, there's a, there's a hole in your account. So it was like perfectly timed. Yeah. So whoever that scammer was got a lot of money from me. Dude, they they sucks. they took out my credit. They took they maxed out my credit card. They took out all my savings and my checkings. But ICCU mm. pulled through. Nice. I think they figured out what happened. They were like, this dude obviously did not spend all that money. Right. And they got me right. back. I was like, I see you just, you, you got me. So I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a faithful customer of the green team. Sick. You bleed green. Right? I do. I bleed green, bro. Nice. Bleed I like green. it. Been looking at, look out credit unions. You know, they got a bunch of new stuff. I don't know. Yeah. They came out of nowhere. I've never seen them before to like recently, like two months ago. I was going to say they were, what was it? ISU credit union. Yeah. And they rebranded. They did rebrand. You know, I'll, I'll never talk bad about another, another business just because I get it. They're on the grind, too. But mm-hmm. Lookout's interesting. It's definitely a different name. So, yeah. I like their logo. Yeah, yeah, that's yellow, cool. That's yellow cool. and blue is pretty cool. Yeah, yellow, right. yellow and blue is aight. But there's something about that, like neon green. Yeah. It looks cool, dude. dude it stands could be out. any green. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, green used to not be my favorite color, but I bleed green, brother. You bleed green now. Yeah. yeah. That's that's pretty cool. How you How do you, like, just... It's weird how in life you have these moments where you you thought of it as just a job. You didn't see anything else. You probably thought it was more of a stepping stone than anything. Where you're yeah. like, I'll be here for a little bit before I really want to figure out what I'm gonna do. But like, I need something to fill the time in right now. Yeah. And then you just found that place and you just grew into it. Yeah. That's perfectly what you were saying about the change. Yeah. Where it's 
it was it was it's changed for the better but you know it was probably a shift from what you were used to doing yeah you know before i uh before i worked at iccu i helped manage two nutrition stores in utah and uh that was a trip that was definitely a trip definitely a different process but what's funny is like back in high school i i really never had a plan of what i was gonna do but for some reason i'd be like you know it'd be cool to be a loan officer I could be a, I could I could be a loan officer. But I don't know why. Those kids like, are like, I want to be a soccer. I want to be a football star. You're yeah. like, you know what, loan officer? Thing. Yeah, this sounds like a well, cool to gig. me. I was like, you know, it, <laughs> finances in a way are just like such a a delicate subject, right? When yeah. when I first moved to Utah for a little while, I wanted to go into law because I wanted mm-hmm. to um, work a state and probate. So basically, when when families have to go through losing a loved one. Um, you're like that mediator guy helping divide out their, you know, the the belongings, yeah, things like that. Oh, that gets dirty too. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it does. And I did one semester of pre-law, and I was like, hell no, I'm not <laughs> doing this. I'm not about to put myself through all of this. And so then I was like, shit, dude, I'll figure something out eventually. But what yeah, was it? Funny. What was it about it that it just turned you off? We um we went up to the Utah Capitol and I don't remember what we went to and it was the most boring thing in my entire life. Like I wasn't expecting it to be this uh like it's not like the movies or TV shows, right? Like it's not gonna Objection. be entertaining. <laughs> Objection yeah. or oral shit like that. But I was just like, this just doesn't feel right anymore. Like, this isn't what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And so I quickly was like, you know, I'm st- I am I mean, I'm still young. I'm 26, but, like, that's young. Your 20s that's are very young. Your 20s are, you're supposed to figure it out in your 20s. Like, you're not supposed to have it figured out. 20s are trial just, and error. Yeah, yeah. You figure it out later, yeah. dude, right? Like, this is where uh, you learn what works, what doesn't work, right? Learn your mm-hmm. passions, progression, and things like that. But... Yeah, no, I was good. Let's go back to the. I want so early, you said in high school you had no idea what you were, what you were doing. So mm. let's fucking let's rewind it and let's, let's, let's go back it. a little bit. So where did you go to high school? Snake River. Shout out Panthers. You got the nation, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Shout out Panthers forever. In my blue, strong. I, I do bleed purple as well. Bleed purple. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, bleed yeah, purple, yeah. orange, and green. It, it all mixes <laughs> together, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Dude, all right. I probably saw what you graduate. Um, so technically my class is 2014, but I graduated in 2013. I graduated you a little like early. You were a senior when I was a fucking freshman, dude. But you know what's funny is I didn't go my senior year because I just wanted to be done with school. I just wanted to work. Really? Yeah. So, okay, so you are working. You wanted to get out of there. I mean, mm-hmm. did you have a plan when you wanted to get You just knew you didn't want to be in high school. Dude, I had no clue. My biggest, I will admit, my biggest regret is not doing my senior year to play football my senior year. Because uh, I, yeah. I do love me some football, which is funny. You asked me when we first sat down about podcasting. I used to do a football podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, and I just ran out of time. They still do it. It's turned into this huge, like, they talk about betting in one episode, and then they'll have Dude. just another recap. I, I, I'm not a huge fan of football. Like I'll watch it if it's on. Like yeah. I don't. Fo- I don't know all the players. I don't, I don't, I'm not that deep into it. I know my team's the Bengals. That's about all I know. You are a Bengals. I'm fan. I'm a Bengals fan. I've been a Bengals yeah. fan since the Ocho Cinco days, bro. Damn, brother. Well, yeah. I I love you. I do hope you know that. I'm a Browns fan. <sighs> so 
Dang it. Hey, Amen. In, in a way, I feel your pain. <laughs> yeah. I feel your pain. We started 2-0, man. 0-2. Oh, I was like, what happened? We're just the Super Bowl. <laughs> Why are we losing all these games? You got that. Uh, that we, uh, we beat the Jets. You got that Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> Don't bring up the Jets right now. The Browns had a 99.9% chance to win with a minute and a half left, and they lost. They were celebrating, dude. They forgot what it means to be a brown. <laughs> no, they remembered what it means to be a brown. And they're like, all right, let's just go choke this real quick. Did they change their like mascot too or something? Or their their field, the logo so they, on the field? Now they have a little elf. Or yeah, something? Brownie the Elf. They little, went old school. Little brownie. Yeah. yeah, that's what their OG logo was for a hot minute. Dude, like two years ago, I was like, dude, the Browns are gonna be a powerhouse now. They they had they had Mayfield, OBJ was all oh, there, they had gotten some other people. I was like, dude, the Browns are serious. But talk about a of organization. Uh, if there's if there's ever an organization to teach people how not to run an organization, mm-hmm. dude, I, the Browns and the Lions. That's a, the Lions too. I mean the Texans too. I mean the Texans play just as big of a part with the Sean uh, Watson. Dude, just dude that's that uh, Watson. That whole Watson deal is ooh, that's dicey. That's, yeah, that's, that's, they, they they were a little edgy. Little edgy. I mean the Browns. <laughs> the Brown. I don't know how many massage parlors are in Cleveland, but they. Better not. They better hey, keep man. that boy in a with leash. That, with that, uh, what is it, two hundred fifty million dollar contract? He better get only assigned team masseuses. Dude, how did you? How do you? How do you go to a massage parlor and lose all of that NFL money for for a hand job? Right. He for, all he wanted was hand jobs. Dude. And he, ah, dude, I hate the shot. I hate the Browns, but I love them at the same time. <laughs> yeah, you're up. a fan. Yeah, you're yeah, a yeah. fan. I literally will. Uh, I'll stick it out. Have since I was like Dude, four that or is, five years old. Isn't that one of the the craziest things? Like it is, like you love that team. Yeah. That team is you through the bad, through the good. You you can hate them, but it's like a it's a relationship. You you yeah. stuck with that team. Yeah. Now they are yours. Yeah. And no yeah. matter what, like you have to stick with them. Like even girlfriends will come and go. Yeah. Dogs will die. It's facts. Fla- so, soda flavors will, all, will also come and go, but shout you out, will always have. Shout out Red Bull Acai Berry. They don't make it anymore. <sighs> it was the best one, though. They used to have an Airheads Mango Chili. It was Damn. a long time ago. Damn. And I can never find it again. Isn't it crazy how like, those gone. things just stick in your head forever? Yeah, dude. That was one of those things. But you know what's a constant? Mm. When it comes to the fall, your football team is going to play. That's right. And you're going to watch right. those games. You're going to follow those games. And you're going to... Hell yeah. If they lose... Honestly, you like your Monday kind of sucks. If they play, they play, if it's the Sunday night game and you're, you're watching them get blown out, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The dude, worst. I remember... The year the Browns didn't win a single game. Deshaun Kaiser was their quarterback. Hugh Jackson was their coach. 0 and 16. That was. That's I actually got to the point. I actually didn't watch like the latter half of the season because I'm like, we're not going to win a game. I give up. Like, this sucks. You have your beanie on. You just, you just take it off slowly. Just yeah. Season's over. Yeah. So I'd wear my socks just with hope. Right, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't work. Man, it's weird to be like a Browns fan. I know it's weird to be an actual Bengals fan. Yeah, oh, because now I I know multiple Steelers fans. I know a few um, Steelers. Ravens are or the Ravens are the OG Browns though, because Art Modell in the late '90s moved the Browns to Baltimore, mm-hmm. and Cleveland didn't have a team for like a year or two, and then they ended up coming back. Because. Um, in Baltimore, it used to be the Colts. Yeah, right. Way back Colts in the used day. to be yeah. in 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 the fucking in Baltimore, and then they mm. moved to Indianapolis, and then 
What was it? So Cleveland, yep. they took the Browns from... Yeah, so Art Modell was the owner. He was back when Bill Belichick was the head coach and Nick Saban was the defensive coordinator for the Browns. And I think they either I think they missed the playoffs that year or they had just gotten a first round exit out of the playoffs mm-hmm. the year before. And Art Modell, the owner, was like, We're not gonna move, we're gonna stay, we'll build a new stadium. And then like during the offseason, like, all right, we're out skis. Like, we're going to Baltimore, <laughs> taking the whole team over there. Like, there's pictures of Baltimore Ravens their first year still wearing, like, Cleveland Browns, like, hats Damn. on the oh, sidelines. Because they didn't want to move. Uh, and then, like, they then like a year later, they drafted Ray Lewis. and Dude, the transition of – just think about the city, too. Yeah. Going from, going from the Colts, and now they're in Indianapolis. Yeah. And then you're like, do I still root for them? Because, I mean, it's still that organization. That's the, that's right. the team you root for. Yeah. But yeah. now you get this new team, the new the new guys on the block. It's like, I I don't have the same connection with you guys. Yeah. The ba- I mean, the, the kids probably did. But yeah. the old the old guys that have always been Colts fans just – It'd be, dude. It's cheating on your wife, <laughs> dude, right? Right. It's, it's even, like it's even worse. It's like it's like your your wife left you, right, in a mm-hmm. whole other relationship, and then you try to go back to her. It's just not the same. She left you, brother. And then once a year, she comes back to your home <laughs> <laughs> and just ruins everything. Yeah. It's not just nothing but reminds you of the good times. The good times. Oh, dude. Damn. What analogies. I love this shit. So, all right. So you were, you were in high school. You just wanted to get out. Yeah. And yeah. What did, what, what did you, straight out of high school, I mean, what was your, I guess, your your aim? Well, you, did you have a plan? Honestly, absolutely no clue. I never thought that I'd really like... Like, 18, for some reason, was, like, that line where it's like, oh, I'll get to 18 and nothing else matters. I'll figure it out later. Mm-hmm. Absolutely no idea what I wanted to do. And so I uh, I worked for Platus Farms um, since I was, like, 12 or 13 at the time. Mm-hmm. So I just kept working for them. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go on a mission. And I was like, I got nothing else cool. to do. I'm going to go on a mission. I feel like that might be right. Where'd you go? Uh, San Diego. That Perfect cool. weather. Yeah. You know what? It was a good time. Got shot at. Um, you got shot at? In the area of being shot at, for sure. Yeah, it was pretty rough. We did have two gangs protecting us in one area. What? The, yeah, so coolest thing. Uh, we, like, walked up to this this house, and these guys are just having a great time. Like, the doors open. We're like, hey, you know, we're with the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints. How's it going? And this one dude comes out of the corner. He's like, dude, I just saw Jesus on my TV. Like, he straight up just came out of my TV. And we're like, okay, that's, that's cool. <laughs> Looking at his pupils, you're like, yeah, all right, what's going on? Like, one's going one way. And we're like, <laughs> sick. And then, and then this other guy comes around the corner. He's like, listen, guys, we don't, we, we know your message. We don't want to hear the message. But we want you to know that if you ever need anything, just let us know. We got your back. And he, like, pulls up his shirt, strapped. And we're just like, mm-hmm. You're like, I don't know what we would need that for in yeah. this in this scenario with these clothes on, yeah. but I'll keep you in mind for later. Yeah. So if ba- I'm ever in San Diego. So basically, all of the gangs liked us, though. So, dude, I've heard that from multiple missionaries. Yeah. I, had, I had a buddy that went to Colombia, and mm-hmm. they had to pretty much like make tr- like packs with all the all the gangs around there because if they didn't, you know, you just have random people walking up the doors. They could, yeah. you know, you get, get in trouble, yeah. right, in the wrong neighborhood. Yeah. Dude, it's honestly kind of scary. Like the the whole idea of missionaries, it's cool, 
it's also terrifying because mm-hmm. these kids are 18, 19, yeah. right? Go away for two years. Yeah. It's your experience. Sometimes they don't even know the language. Mm. Don't know the language. They just go for it. And dude. then you go up and you start talking about probably the hardest thing you can sell anybody on mm-hmm. religion. Dude, religion. You to, oh, dude. You're, I could, you're I could rant you're, for that for I days. Mean, it's what you're doing. That I mean, yeah. I, like, I guess it's not what you're doing, but it is. It is. If you think about it, you're a door to door salesman for religion. Dude, that's why so many, they'll go to do door to door sales, summer sales. And again, right? Oh, dude, they do. You they, already they know. You sold God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you could sell pest control. Exactly. Yeah. You, you can easily sell something that, you know, takes away life, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't. I, and I think I have. I don't know. Did you ever, like, when you came back, were you like, I should do salesman? I should be a salesman. I'm not going to lie. I had uh, actually quite a few people. It's like people recruit you um, that are like, oh, hey, he's a return missionary. Let's get him. Let's be like, hey, you want to come sell? That come do summer sales? Dude, they know their demographics. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I have, a, I have a cousin, actually multiple cousins that do it. They kill it. They're, they're fit for that. They do a great job at it. But honestly, it's just not something that appealed to me where yeah. I was like, I mean, I, I'm down to travel, go stay different places, but... I was good on trying to do the the door to door thing and well, was was it was it like the the selling part the aspect of it or was it like the traveling aspect of it? No, I dude, I loved to travel. Like, let me travel, let me drive, mm-hmm. let me go stay in a random place, town I've never even heard of. Like, this summer we rented a cabin in Broken Bow, Oklahoma. Oh, yeah, just for a week and never heard of it. No reason. Um, one of our friends was just like, hey, this is a really cute place that we found. Let's go to it. Stayed there for about a week. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Rand, I love traveling. Um, it was more so for me, if I'm going to sell something, I've got to believe in it. And I've got to be like committed and genuine in the sale mm-hmm. or else I don't feel like I'm actually doing that person any good. Um, solar, I see the side of it that it does help people in certain areas. Mm -hmm. I also deal with it now where like trying to get a a home equity line of credit and you have a solar lien on your home. That's a nightmare to try to work around and get that paid off. (laughs) Right. You said a lot of words that I don't understand. (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. No, that's, that's the, that's the ICCU side of me coming out right there. But no, so it's like, there's those types of things. Um, pest control. I'll be honest, I grew up going and buying like bug spray at, you know, Cal Ranch and just being like, I'm just going to spray around the baseboards. And so for me, paying for pest control, I'm like, yeah, I can just go to Cal Ranch. I'll just take care of it myself. (laughs) Right. So like those are types of things I just wasn't committed to sell. Mm. Um, There are people that go do, what is it, like direct TV sales and stuff? That one, that's the one where I was like, why, why? Yeah. People still have cable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The giant satellite, the dish, the dish satellites. So yeah. I was like, you're selling dish. Yeah. Uh, dude, I, I won't laugh at many people and what they do, but that's just like, it's, it's, that's somebody trying to sell you a horse over a car. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. So like, why would, why would you, why would anybody ever do that? Yeah. Do you know how many movies I can stream illegally? Dude, not even, <laughs> not even that anymore. It's like, you can, most like you got Vizio TV, where if you just buy a Vizio and you have Wi-Fi, they give you free movies, free TV shows. Peacock has free stuff on it. The only reason Dish and like Directv were holding on was live sports. Mm-hmm. That was the thing holding them on, and in my opinion. Yeah. But now you can stream all of those. I mean, there's also uh, shout out NFL Reddit streams. You know, 
Yes. Yeah. They took down MMA streams because somebody oh. talked about it and then you couldn't get MMA streams anymore. That one hurt me the most. That one, that you, one was painful. You just got to find the right Discord server. I know, dude. You know how hard I've been trying? You know what sucks <laughs> about it, though? I will. I, I hate I hate that I, I like, I know you can stream all the fights. If yeah. you go to the right places and, you, mm -hmm. and you're in the, right, in the right groups, you can stream. And you don't ever have to pay for anything that's streaming. Yeah. Yeah. But... I can't find those, so I have to pay the seventy dollars mm. for every single fight, and it's like, whatever, fucking. I know I'm gonna get the fight. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good quality. Whatever, I'll pay for it. That's fair. That's at least the the guarantee, right? And I mean, hey, if you have like some buddies that are interested with it too, it's like everybody can chip in a little bit. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing, right? Um, I'm I'm in this. Uh, I I love Madden. Just side note there, like super obsessed with Madden. Big Madden fan. Mm -hmm. um, but in this Discord server that we have for the league that we run. Um, every time there's a fight, somebody posts the stream. <laughs> They're like, hey, here's this. And then we're all just like, we're just glued to our phones. We're like, oh, that's so sick. So. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what's also awesome is that you can, there no longer will there be the dilemma of like, ah, oh, dude, my girl wants to go out Saturday night. I can't mm -hmm. watch the fight anymore. Yeah. Now, I've, I've seen plenty of dudes, I've gone out when there's a fight going on, and I'll, I'll see dudes just like mm -hmm. looking at their phones, just. Oh, dude, watching the fight and multiple I'm, times. I'm yeah. just, I'm just like, oh, hold up, hey, what are you watching? <laughs> yeah. Come here, come here, come here. Real well, quick. it's like come if here. we're if we're out or like at dinner or something with family and like say like my brother-in-law or just a friend, right? I'll just pop my phone up like behind a plate and just be like, hey, here's the here's the game. Just we'll just have like, it going. Like you just have to be like, shh, shh, shh. Yeah. my wife will get mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, <laughs> I'm supposed you, to be in the moment or whatever. So you get you get that you get you go. You finish high. You finish high school and you work for Palladius Farms, and you don't really like. It sounds like after your mission, you were still kind of looking. Oh, dude, I had no clue what I wanted to do. I went, moved to Utah, worked for this place called Lexington Law Firm, um, because in my mind, right, I'm like, ooh, a law firm that will hire me on. That's cool. I'm going to go into law. Mm -hmm. It was just a call center for credit repair. Ah. Um, scam. <laughs> don't use Lexington law firm. Um, not really a law firm. <laughs> no, no. They they'll make you a paralegal. Uh, oh, yeah. Just but give you a title. That's it's a, a it's a title because like legally, you just have to go through a certain amount of training that goes over some laws, and you can become a paralegal and get a certification. So it's like, dude, it's the loopholes. Technically, man. They, I mean, they're really. I mean, it, in a way, that's a law firm though. They're they're they'll find the loopholes. Yeah. So that's law. That's a law. Yeah, that's you, law. You find the find the loops. Um, so yeah, so went there. Um, said nah, not doing law. Um, and then I was just like, you know what? I want to just go drive around Bountiful is where we lived, and I'm just gonna go to stores that I like, have somewhat of a passion for. Um, and there's this place, Max Muscle Sports Nutrition, and I just walk in there. And I'm like, hey, and the owner of the store, his name's James. He was there and. Like, hey, here's my resume. If you guys are ever hiring, just let me know. Like, how long have you guys been here? Just got to know him a, a whole bunch. Um, and he's like, yeah, I'll keep this in mind. We're not hiring right now, but that's that's fine. Thanks for letting me know. I'm like, cool, that's awesome, thanks. Um, and then my wife got to meet this guy through her work. Um, I'll never forget his name. His name's Corey Coleman uh, because that was also a Browns wide receiver. No affiliation. <laughs> um, but he, like, he um, owned... A whole bunch of businesses throughout Bountiful. One of them was a, a fireplace and a lawnmower servicing business. Mm -hmm. So they sold fireplaces 
and the people would bring lawnmowers in and fix them up. And his whole thing was he flipped it. So they were struggling. He came in and was like, give me a certain amount and I will literally turn this around for you. And it's like a crazy profitable like uh, store now, company, right? Mm. Um, so I learned a lot from him and I was like, maybe I want to go try to be like an entrepreneur, try to do something. So I did some social media marketing because Gary that v. was Gary Vee, Gary Vee, Gary Vee, Ty Lopez. Go like, to a yard sale yep. and then rip that dude's head off of, for a painting or something. Hey, listen, <laughs> North Salt Lake has some legit yard sales. It's basically yeah. mini Sun Valley. Yeah. <sighs> I yeah. bet it is, dude. Mm-hmm. I want to go to some badass yard sales like that. Dude, to, it's like you go to rich people's houses and they're like, yeah, I'll just sell these Jordan 1s for like 10 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, straight up, go to Sun Valley because you get like celebrities or people that like don't even live in those homes and they're hiring somebody else to do a yard sale. Like I remember as a little kid, there was this crazy nice drum set. I was like, I want that. It was only 100 bucks, but I had no way to get home. Oh, so, no. Yeah, yeah, so it sucked. Damn. But, but no, so... So then, but Maddie and I, we come back to Blackfoot for the good old Southeastern Idaho State Fair. Got to. Yeah. yeah. You but have then, to. Then I get a call from this dude and he's like, hey, um, this is James from Max Muscle. I'm like, okay, yeah, what's up? He's like, I just had somebody quit and I need the help. Can you come in on Monday? I'm like, yeah, totally. So then I worked there for two years um, as a, like just as a, a normal associate, but then it basically turned into James, the owner and me. We were the two running it mm-hmm. and we'd hire every like a few people here and there um have a had a a really close friend of mine that would come work every now and then um but yeah it was a good gig and during that time did the talking football podcast mm-hmm. shout out to them just what's, had it, to. what's it what's it what's it called it's called talking football talking football shout talking out talking football. football look them up yeah we couldn't Spotify, think of a, apple podcast literally everywhere uh but we couldn't think of a better name so it is football. So Sometimes it's football. the easiest ones that just come to you, yeah. and then it becomes that's just the name of it. Yeah, yeah. So, but that, like I said, they're still going strong. We had uh, NFL players on there, college football. Damn. Um, we've had like a couple other like analysts and beat reporters and stuff. That's pretty sick. Yeah, like the the starting left guard for the Denver Broncos, Dalton Reisner. Still got his number oh my in my God. phone. Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> he has had cool. some names on there. Yeah, well, this is when, before he even got drafted. Like, he was just going through the draft process. I'm pretty sure he was just in his car on his phone when we called him and had him on. And we're just like, what's up, dude? He's like, You're hey, like, how's it going? What the? <laughs> well, he'd be like, I just got back from, you know, a pro day, basically, or uh, a visit to an NFL team. And we're like, Oh, that's cool. We're just in Bountiful. <laughs> we're just taking out in this basement. So. <laughs> On the phone, you guys are all like huddled on. You're like, can you believe we're talking to this guy? Oh, dude, straight up. We got off of that, and we all like went on a call on the side, and we're like, oh, my gosh. Holy shit. Did we just do that? Did we really just do that? Getting starstruck is one of the weirdest feelings in my in, in my life, dude. I met mm. Henry Cejudo on, this, oh, on the streets cool. of Salt Lake. No, I, Salt Lake, dude. He, just, he was walking. He's so small. Mm-hmm. He's so tiny. And then we like, he just, we were like, that's Henry Cejudo. Holy shit! That's fucking. That's Henry. That's Triple yeah. C. That's Henry Cejudo. Oh, dude, that's badass. I saluted him. I did. I, I like. I lost all control of my body, and I just. I just did what was natural. I was just like. I was like, dude, fucking. You beat Demetrius Johnson. You're Olympic champion. You're. Yeah. You're a multiple weight yeah. champion, bro. Salute you. And then he just like kind of looked at us like. All right, yeah. <laughs> and just kept walking. And then just I walked through. I was like, that was that was Henry Cejudo. Yeah. Oh my god! That's so badass. I've rarely ever gotten like starstruck, but like, yeah. I can I can put myself in the feeling that you had yeah. when you just kind of like, 
what the? What, what like, just happened? <laughs> we're at, like, did we just really talk to him? Yeah, dude. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna, right. we're going to take a quick little break. That but then we're going to come back to, uh, so you were at the nutrition store. And I want to mm. talk about, because you're jacked, dude. Oh, dude, I've been, I follow, I've been following your fitness jersey, your journey, bro. You look, yeah. you look pretty damn good right hey, now. Hey, I'm getting there. Proud, but never satisfied. So we're going to talk about that when we come back. So we're back. Your fitness journey. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time. So I, 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 I skimmed, I skimmed through your your Instagram. Nice. It, nice. it seems like you have had the transition of being a bit of a chubby boy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. into a jacked boy. You know, it's 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 funny. Uh, all throughout high school, I had baby fat for a hot minute. And so I was a little chubby, a little husky, as uh, one of my buddies likes to put it. Yeah. Husky. Um, but on my mission, walked everywhere. Um, like, we had a car if we wanted it, but I like talking to random people. So I'd just be like, let's walk. Same, dude. Let's just, let's just walk so I can be like, hey, what's up? How's it going, dude? Like, my goal whenever I have a conversation with somebody is to make them smile. Like, as long as I've made them smile at least once, I'm happy. Like, yeah. I feel like that. Yeah, there was that was substance. a good interaction. Yeah, there's substance in it, right? Um, so then I got, like, down to 180 after my mission, which I was 260 when I started. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah, I was a little tubby two by four. Uh, you lost 80 pounds in your mission? Yeah, dude. It's, dude. Well, like, every place that I lived, there were weights. And then uh, my mission president was really big into like 30 minutes of exercise every morning and every other day to go run, like go out and run. Wow. So I got pretty into running. Um, then I got married, put on that uh, married marriage uh, weight. Husband, husband yeah. weight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I kept it off for a hot minute. And then like, I think it was like the end of last year, I got back up to 260. I'm like, eh, I ain't happy. Really? Yeah, so now back what, down to What are you in now, like a 220. healthy? 220. Yeah, I was say, you don't, like, awfully big. I know, I know. I, I, I'm i actually very happy with where I'm at, but my goal by the end of the year is 200, so. Dude, well, in the pictures I saw, you looked like you had leaned out quite a bit yeah, from definitely. your original pictures that yeah. I was seeing of you. See, like, the, the hard part is, like, losing and cutting, but maintaining, like, my yeah. muscle at the same time. Because mm-hmm. um, it's like, what is it, 30? So I, I'm really big into trying to make sure... The deficit's right. Eating healthy, though, um, because what is it? Thirty five hundred calories is a pound, right? Okay. Um, so if you're able to to keep it within that range, try to lose you know thirty five hundred calories within a deficit, right? You're gonna do pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also eating right, not going underneath your BMR, because I don't want to damage my metabolism. So. Yeah. So what is your like when you when you were getting back into it, ease into it, right? Yeah. Or did you just go like Right away, see what I can do. It's, it's uh, push this body to the limit for at first, you know, see what this body's capable of yeah. currently. That's what I like because I had a I had a buddy and he wanted to start working out with me. I was like, mm. just you know, like I'm not like a trainer, dude. Like I'm gonna, I want to like hurt you. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That, that, is, that is my source my go-to. accomplishment. Yeah, I want to uh, I want to see what you can do, and then after that, we'll like we'll work on from from there on and i have yeah. a picture of him we did i did legs with him nice and it's one of the funniest pictures in my life because he's doing the leg press machine and he has this towel over his head and it's, he's all red and he's just like he looks dead i was like yeah. I, I looked over i was like i did good yeah you did good. <laughs> i did good i did good today <laughs> he's just dying wishing he was dead. my only goal for him was to do a like a squat an actual because he couldn't do squats like the the motion was impossible he it was, couldn't get it, down low yeah. or like legs he would like he would come down, but his knees would just go forward. Mm. So he would like kneel. He would just start to kneel. Dude, that's trust me out. Like the weight would just 
carry me forward and smash my dome. That's what happened. That's oh, what happened. So I was, I was like, all right. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna do Smith machine for a while. Get him comfortable with Smith machine, and he could do he could do two forty fives with the Smith machine easy. I was like, all right. So then yeah. what we started off was uh, we we went to Smith machine, but the first thing was just sitting down and standing up mm. on a bench. I was just like, just sit down and stand up like a hundred times. Yeah. And then you'll get the motion of a squat. That's what a squat is. It's not like you don't don't go forward. He kept going forward, mm. and I was like, "Why are you going forward, dude?" Like, because yeah. I mean, it makes sense to me because I've done it forever. Right. But with him, I was like, "All right, I need to figure out why you your knees want to slide. You just want to always kneel." Yeah. But I did my I accomplished my goal. Nice. And now it's up to him to follow it. Exactly. So right. your your mission president. That's actually really cool too that he wanted you to guys to work out oh dude he would he i think he started his his mission because they mission presidents will go for three years um and they, i want to say he was 38 39 so he was young dude um and he'd come play basketball with us when we would play basketball on what we call our p days like our days off right mm -hmm. And he'd come play basketball. There was one time he broke his finger while we were playing, and he just, like, <laughs> popped it back into place and just kept going. And we're he like, did the Kobe move, yeah. dude. Just popped it right yeah. back in. So it was, it was cool. But, yeah, so that instilled a lot into me. So, like, the beginning of this year, there was a family challenge that we did, um, just keeping each other accountable. Because I do strongly believe that accountability is the only way you're going to develop discipline. Yeah. Mo this might sound a little jaded, but motivation to me – um, this is because of another one of my friends that, that kind of pointed this out. Motivation to I me, mean, if you have to motivate yourself, then you have no drive, you have no discipline, and mm -hmm. it's not going to stay. Like, if you have to motivate, it's almost like taking a drug, right? Like, you have to have that fix of motivation. and There's a difference between off. motivation and discipline. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And so I think that, it, you know, it's always like, how do you develop discipline? And it's through accountability, right? Because if you're trying to develop discipline but you're only trying to be accountable to yourself it's going to fall like you're not going to be able to continue to progress and mm -hmm. develop that and so it's always you know i mean that's that's just life though right yeah. you need someone to keep you accountable if you want to continue to try to reach goals or uh, obtain something else in life right can't do it on your own well, a lot of times too it, sometimes it's you can have accountability, but it, it it solely does fall on yourself. It falls yeah. on your shoulders, and it's it's those days when you get off work or if you go in the mornings. It's waking up, and you just you just have to push yourself to stand up and just go, just start walk. The hardest part is getting to the gym and doing yeah. whatever, you, or getting to the field or getting to wherever you're gonna go do your exercise. It's right. getting there and then just like. All right, now I'm here. Now yeah. I can't back out. Now I can't back out. It's almost like you have to develop like a multiple personality disorder where it's like, I can't let myself down, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, All right, I can't let Braden down today. I got to go. <laughs> so that's kind of, it's crazy how uh, how on the line so many things are just destroying your mental health. I am super, <laughs> like, if I miss a workout, I, I will, I, I can attest this to myself because I am like a dick to myself. Yeah. If I, if, dude, one time... And I am not proud of this moment. So okay, fair I, enough. I woke up from here and I go work out in Blackfoot. So I woke up here like 4.30, yeah. get to the gym. It's about 5. And Man, I was you like, go all the way to Blackfoot? Yeah, because I work in Blackfoot. Oh, okay, okay. So, so I was there and then I was like, I, I got there and I just looked at the gym and I was like, I can't do this. Mm. I went to the back of my car and I fell asleep in the back seat. 
Dude, I woke oh. up and I like I was refreshed, but like the whole day I was like, "You failure." <laughs> you feel so guilty. What did you do? You got there. You were right there, yeah. and you couldn't just go in and at least just walk, bro. Yeah. Just walk. That's all you had to do. Just do something physical. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm kind of negative towards myself if I, if I don't accomplish like a workout in that day. Yeah, I feel oh, bad I feel that. too. Yeah, you feel guilty. It's like, mm-hmm. damn, I let myself down. Right, but that's that accountability aspect, right? You, mm-hmm. Truly, I like to add to what you said. You're ultimately responsible for yourself, right? Exactly. So, how did you keep others accountable, and how did you keep yourself accountable? You said it was. It we was had a like little. A, yeah, we had a family thing, and it was. Uh, we had this tracker basically where we could get points, like if you stopped eating before nine, um, or if you didn't eat any sugar that day, like processed sugar, right? I mean, like fruits were fine, things like that. Um, so like we we had a point system where at the end of every week we would basically uh, send each other our points and then there'd be a prize at the end of this Ooh. at the end of this thing um, and dude everybody kicked ass like my father in law he like was he was losing so much weight and like just looking so great people are like hey is he sick like is he okay <laughs> and I'm like no dude he's just living his best life man. Um, same thing with my brother-in-law. Literally everybody lost weight in this because we were all so committed, right? Like, um, I don't want to come in last. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to be the lazy, yeah. lazy POS, right? But ultimately, everybody everybody did good. But it, it, the whole point of it, though, is to instill, um, like, habits, mm-hmm. right? Um, where, like, for me... I hate eating after nine now. Like I just, I go to bed, I'll have nightmares or I just won't feel good. (laughs) Actually, this is a random question. Do you have a food that if you eat before bed, it determines your dreams? I've never had that or I've never really paid attention to that. Uh, Mine's pizza. Pizza? Yeah, if I have pizza uh, within an hour of going to bed, guaranteed nightmare. Really? Yeah, yeah. So I keep a dream journal. What? Yeah, I keep a dream journal because I like to... I want to remember things that happen. It's kind of weird. I get it, but I keep it. Oh, that's cool, dude. I get, I because get Because I like, I want to remember things that happen in my dream just because, you know, the mind's vast. We don't have our full brain capacity, mm-hmm. right? And so it's, it's like, huh, I wonder what that's trying to teach me. Um, most of the time it's some dumb shit where it's like, wow, okay, I just jumped a dirt bike, you know, mm-hmm. 120 feet. That doesn't mean anything. Like, but my thing like, is I, I lose a dream a lot. Oh. See, that's I, what happens to me. Like, I'll always wake up. I do constant reality checks. Yeah. So I'm always, I always count my fingers, or I yeah. look at a clock, and it's like apparently. So I don't know what it is about your brain, but it can't make ten fingers if you're in a dream. Wow, dang, really? Yeah. So if I'm in a well, dream, that's so if I'm like, if I, if I'm ever like, it's just weird things are happening. Like, all we obviously weird things happen in a dream, yeah. but if something just kind of really hits me off, and then I'll just go. And I've had times where I just have like 20 fingers in one hand or I'll have just one giant finger in yeah. one. And I'm like, ah, fuck, I'm dreaming. <laughs> and then you have, there's this weird little phase of of like, oh, okay, so I'm asleep. I'm in my bed, I'm asleep. And then you kind of start waking up slowly, yeah. but you have to calm yourself back down and go like, no, 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 we're going to stay here. We're going to stay here for a little bit. Just calm, just breathe, breathe. And then you you're, you're just in there for you know, it feels like a couple hours. Yeah, I, I've I've read of stories of people that they've lived entire lifetimes inside of a lucid so dream. That's so true. That just reminds me, of like, you ever watch Rick and Morty? Yeah. 
That just reminds me of like, oh, the time yeah, dude. when like, they go play the video game and like, <laughs> live the whole life. The dude dies and Morty just wakes up. and He's like, my wife, my <laughs> wife, where did she go? Like, Calm down, Morty. It's <laughs> over. You, you, he, like, he lives a normal life. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a game where it's like, see how long you can live and like yeah. what you accomplished. Dude, how cool would that be, though? Dude. Yeah. If you know you're in it, too. Just a game where you can live an entire lifetime. Your your life is put on hold and you, yeah. can just, you go in and you live an entire lifetime. Nothing has any meaning in that life either mm-hmm. yeah. so you so can just do whatever you want right but think of like the things too that like trial and error right where it's like if you have that that takes place you could be like you know what i want to take this risk i want to go try this and you fail miserably then you come back to reality and you're like mm, i'm good that's right <laughs> yeah, well i guess that was just the outcome that was meant to be yeah no consequences i'm 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 cheeky. I'm good. And if you think about, if you go even deeper in that, this conversation, like line of conversation, and like, that's how you should actually live life is thinking like, oh, well, I don't have any consequences. I'm going to, I want to go do whatever I want to go do. I'm going to go paint in Albuquerque. I want to go follow my dreams. I want to do whatever. But you, you do have to take calculated risks in life. Like you can't, you just go do whatever you want to go do. It's, It's like, you do have to also be a productive member of society. Right. Yeah. I can't just be a total piece of shit, but yeah. So <laughs> anyways, your fitness journey, like what, what does motivate you though? I mean, we were talking about discipline and stuff, but I mean, there does has there does have to be certain things where you like, it just does give you a little extra, you know, push. Yeah. A little extra pep. All right. This is gonna, it, it's almost counterproductive, but it, it works. Um, I love sad music. Like, I don't know why. So I could go watch a sad movie or a sad TV show and I get this like small, like little bit of like motivation and like desire to just go live my life where it's like, ooh, I'm, I, what? I want to, yeah, right. It's weird. <laughs> I don't understand how my brain works. Um, but there'll be times I'll go sit in like the, the gym parking lot, like at, at, the, at ICC or because I work in the, like the corporate, the yeah, admin building. Did you guys have a full ass yeah. gym in yeah, there? Dude, is it? I've seen the gym too. It looks nice. Yeah, dude, it's so nice. Um, so yeah, so I'll go work out there, but I'll sit out in the parking lot for like 20, 30 minutes beforehand, just drowning in emo music. <laughs> and I'm just like, and then I'll like walk into the gym and be like, all right, I got this. Life's actually pretty good. Like Whoa. it's almost like I, I like put myself in like a low because I just have like this constant desire to like raise myself to a higher standard. <laughs> it's so weird. It's such a trip. It's so. strange that you've said a lot of things that are strange, but this is yeah. probably the strangest one for me. It's Dude. like I but I I guess I kind of understand because I mean, if I when I was heart like I've had heartbreak moments. Yeah. And those are some of the best workouts I've ever had. Yeah, dude. It's right. you just you just you just you're there. You start lifting, and the next thing you know, you've been there for like two and a half hours, and then you're like, yeah. I should probably go home. Yeah, well, there's like that uh, TikTok sound, right? Where this dude's like, All right, the one thing that everybody that needs to get into bodybuilding, there's one rule that you gotta follow. You can't be happy. And then you really cannot. Yeah. It makes it makes lifting lifting is almost it's just a torture for your body. Right. It's therapeutic. It's, it's dude. putting your body it's it's just it's breaking your body down. Yeah. And then you you're like, you know what? Whatever I'm going through, it does suck, but it doesn't suck as much as those cleans I just did or as right. much as that squat I just did. Yeah. Like, it's really not that bad. It's really not that bad. I'm not in a constant state of doing a squat. Yeah. You hurt on the outside, so you don't have to hurt <clears throat> on the inside. Yeah. Right? I think like working out has honestly made me more of like 
a calmer, more centered person. Oh, 100%. Dude, like, you can like filter through your thoughts though when you're working out, right? Like, do you listen to sad music while you're working out too? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. What, is, what, is, what are like your sad go to? Do you listen to like Adele? No, no, no. So I'm a, I'm a huge, um, I've been a really weird music stickler my whole life. Um, you're a snob. Yeah, I'm kind music of a snob. I'm kind of a, a snob in the sense of emo, Midwest emo, and pop punk. Those are Midwest my emo. So so Midwest emo. There's bands like Tiny Moving Parts, Hot Mulligan would be pretty Midwest emo y. Um, modern baseball, super whiny, not good singers. <laughs> That's a great band name too. Yeah, yeah. Modern baseball. <laughs> modern, dude, dude, I miss modern baseball. They broke up. Oh, sad. All the rest are running strong. Actually, um, one of my buddies that I work with, we went and saw two bands that we love, This Wild Life and Tiny Moving Parts. Um, While they're emo, they also have the best mosh pits, hands down. Oh, you like, you're one of those guys. You Mm -hmm. you like getting in those pits and just dancing. Yeah. Quote, quote, unquote, dancing. I'll be honest, though. There was a certain point where I'm like, damn, I'm getting too old for this shit. Cause like my hips started to hurt a little bit <laughs> and I was like, Oh, and like me and my buddy, like at the, there were three bands and at the last band, I just see him standing back there with his arms full, like rocking out. And I go out of the mosh pit and I'm like, Hey, you okay? He's like, Oh, my back hurts. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, I get that. I get that. Dude. So I, I, I'm, I, I was a big raver for like nice. the good first part of my, my 20, I'm still in my first part of my twenties, but like from 18 to like 23, I was going to a lot of raves, COVID hit, nice. I haven't been to as many raves, but like near dude. the end there, I was going to like three day festivals and Damn, that three day festival, dude, near the end there, I was like, man, I'm just like, this music is loud and I'm dude. tired. And I'm, I, I don't want to go, I want to go to sleep. <laughs> I'm sure the first day and a half was great though. Oh, the best. Yeah. I wanted to go all the mosh pits. Mm-hmm. I want, I wanted to just headbang. I wanted to dance. But the third day, you just like, oh, yeah, dude. Oh, I'm just pushing Those are myself tough. at this point. It, it, like, it feels like a workout. Yeah, if my my calves start hurting. People make fun of you if you just like lean on something because you're just like, dude, I'm I'm not I'm not young anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not party young anymore. Like no. these these no, kids no, no, like no, no. these kids are here and they're just here to have fun. Yeah. Like they're they're in school. They don't really have like bills yet. They don't have responsibilities yeah, yet. The, the 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 yeah, they got nothing going on lately. I've been going to more actually just like rock shows. Nice. In in April, I went and watched uh, Gojira and Deftones. Ooh, ah, Deftones, dude. Deftones has gotten like huge over the past yeah, year. They got gigantic. Yeah. And I was one of those recent like fans. Hey, dude, that's good though. Early, I love that. It was like early this year. Yeah. Late last year, I got really into Deftones, and nice. I was like, I need to go watch these guys. Went yeah. and watched them live. Awesome. It was one of the greatest concerts ever. I could see Talk that. about like sad music, also. Yeah. Just like there's a song, sex tape. I think is a song. Yeah. When it starts off like boom, boom, it's like, dude, it just puts you in that like state of mind of like depression. But yeah. Not, but not like you know actual depression. I've told my girlfriend yeah. before. I was like, listen, when I go to the gym, I pretend like you are not around. Right. Like, you are not a part of my life of if I'm going to the gym because yeah. I want to remove a lot of the happiness in my life like yeah, we were yeah. saying where it's yeah, like you can't be happy you can't be happy yeah so i i told and she kind of was like no she wasn't hurt about it but she was like i get it right yeah, yeah, yeah i was like hey 
just so you know, when I go to the gym, it's not that I'm like checking other girls out, but you are not a part of my life when yeah, I'm in the yeah. gym. <laughs> I get that. I get that. It's like, what can I do to mentally break myself, even if it's not true? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Create your own reality. But yeah, no, when I'm working out, I'll listen to some sad shit. <laughs> like, there's a there's a song that just came out called Heme Wasn't There by Hot Mulligan. Mm-hmm. First lines are... Um, I don't know what happens next, a six-foot hole and a golden fence. And I'm just like, all right, let's go lift. (laughs) I'm like, all right, let's let's bench this. Dude, it's because it it doesn't give you another option. It it makes you look... That sounds so stupid. It makes you look at the reality of life. It's like yeah. that's the next step. I want to. I want to just be myself up right now and be the best I can be mm-hmm. currently. And this is like a great way to be the best version of myself. Right. Exactly. We're Love bonding it. over over beating our bodies up, man. Over beating our bodies up and making ourselves sad. Yes. Mm. So Love what it. Is, what is your diet like? Um. What do you what do you do you do you have a very strict diet? Honestly, I I. I do count like macros. That's um, what I like. I think that's been probably right. the best one for me for building muscle and losing yeah. losing weight. That's so seems like the smartest. I don't like stick to per se a diet, but the reason I like to count macros is to be like, okay, I'm I'm good in this, or I need to find something to eat that has like say more fats in it, or you know that's that's light in carbs, heavy in protein, mm-hmm. um, and because of that, right, and where I where I worked before ICCU, we made meal plans for people. Ooh. We would. We would help people with diet. We would, you know, we, we would sell supplements, but we would try to tailor the supplements to what they were already doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, it's not specifically a diet, but just macro counting where it's like, hey, I'm really high in my protein today. Like, I don't want to have too much, right? But at the same time, I'm also somewhat of a, a meathead in that sense from like yeah. protein, protein, protein. <laughs> yeah, right? constantly need protein. Yeah, I need protein. I learned the value of carbs. Yeah, dude, carbs good are carbs. so good for you. Right? Good carbs. That's the keyword, though. Mm-hmm. Good carbs. I it was like I didn't realize how hard it was to actually, if you want to bulk, yeah, get the necessary amount of carbs and also make sure that they're like good carbs because. Yeah. People always like stay away from carbs, stay from carbs. Like, no, you need you need carbs. Carbs, Dude. that's how you run, baby. Dude, that that fuels your body. That's what develops the you know the glycogen to help build your muscle, break down yeah you know your muscle, break down proteins. Like you need that shit, or mm-hmm. else you're just gonna stay the same. Like you'll yeah you might lose some some weight, but that's not just gonna be fat. Like you're gonna lose muscle too. Yeah. So sweet potatoes. That's kind of the thing I have to eat the most. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I will always justify sweet potatoes. We go out to Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> we go to Red Robin. I'm like, give me some sweet potato fries. Yeah, I'll take a sweet potato. Yeah. But dude, sweet potato. Oh, after a while, damn, this is making me hungry. And dude. that's all you eat though. <laughs> the sweet potatoes get a little. It gets a little hard to put them down. I can't eat a turkey burger. That's really? The same thing. Yeah. Cause there, you did it on Turkey there, at one point. There was a time where I was like, you know what, I'm gonna get the leanest I've ever been. So it was, it was egg whites, turkey burger, <laughs> rice, chicken, and that was it. And broccoli to just help me feel full mm-hmm. instead of actually filling me up, right? Yeah. And so I was like, I'm just gonna eat that over and over and over and over again. I got to the point where I'd like take a bite of a turkey burger, spit it right out, so I was gonna <laughs> throw up. So Odeed. Oh. I know exactly the feeling too. Yeah. You just ruin a food for yourself. Yeah, I've done sucks. that with oats. Ooh, no. With oatmeal, dude. Oh, oh but I, if I take a break from it for a while, what I like to do is in the mornings, I like to like, 
overnight oats, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cup of oats, oat milk, uh, a Greek yogurt, one of those nice. Oikos Greek yogurts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Throw that bitch in there, a little bit of flaxseed for some fats, you know? Nice. But oh, after a while, because I was getting to the, po- the point where my portions were huge, and yeah. I was like, I have to eat this if I want to like keep gaining weight if i want to maintain the weight that i'm at right and you just have to constantly keep eating because if you don't you're just gonna slowly start going back down and then yeah. you're like fuck dude i know you gotta keep eating it and you're just downing it you're just yeah. force feeding yourself you take i would take a bite and i just be mm. yep just pu- yeah. want to puke it out you just have to like mutton you're it's all mental it's mm-hmm. so so much of it is mental of like just just chew yep. just chew it's food just don't don't mm-hmm. care about it and then you just forest feed yourself yeah it's a vicious cycle Dude, it's the worst <laughs> it's the absolute worst <laughs> do you take supplements since you were at the supplement store did mm-hmm. you figure out what supplements that you liked and didn't like for a little while i'll be honest i was pretty like it, with, with the products i was selling right i believed in them and mm-hmm. i was using them constantly not because i got a discount but straight up because i'm like they're they're made with you know clean ingredients like i know the source um i know the purpose behind them right cycling different pre-workouts different um different proteins you know whey collagen um casein like different types of things that i was needing for my body at different times not becoming reliant on them mm-hmm. um but then i went off of supplements for a hot minute and uh i will admit i have turned into um one of those bucked up sluts <laughs> like <laughs> I, I, like i have like my own like ambassador code and everything because i'll use my own code mm-hmm. because there is a way to play the system where you get 50 percent off every time if you have your own what? code so Damn. here's here's how and they did ha- email me one time and they were, where they were like hey you never announced you're an ambassador and you're the only one using your code i was like oh yeah let me do that and so i got a couple people to use it to be like no no, no i'm actually doing this, no, no, this not, but so if you become an ambassador you get a 20 percent off discount code um then that 20 percent goes to you as commission um and then if you do store credit it's an extra 10%. So in reality, you get 20% off your purchase and then you get 30% back. So your first purchase, yeah, it's only 20% off. But then you begin this cycle where you get <laughs> the 30% and the 20% off. Like 30% comes back to you, then you use your code for the 20% off, then it turns into 50% every single time you need to buy a new pre-workout. How often do you buy new pre-workouts? Um, whenever they get a new flavor, honestly. Yeah? Yeah. Like ever, they just came out with like this... Um, uh, I don't remember what it's called. It's like a like like these mocktails, um, and they're really good. I've been using their or the last tub I had was uh, it was a bucked up. It was the LFG one. Dude, I like LFG. That was kind of kind of a wild ride yeah. at the beginning. It gets you warm because it's a thermogenic, mm-hmm. so it's gonna get you really warm. It got me going. I was yeah. sweating, dude. I was like, oh my god, yeah. I, I need to stop. Uh, there was like when I was fir- when I first started getting bucked up, it got to the point where I was like, I need to check my heartbeat because yeah. like I'm. I'm going pretty ham well, right dude, now. Dude, that LFG's, you know, 300 milligrams of caffeine. I like BAMF because it has Banff, the good. has the neurotropic in it, so it helps you focus. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, which you know, BAMF you would think stands for bad, badass motherfucker, right? Yeah. Turns out for for bucked up, it's for brain and muscle focus because what? it has the neurotropic <gasps> in it. Mm-hmm. Those bastards. Yeah, but then woke AF is what it is. Woke AF is yeah. is LFG what I think it is. Yeah, let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah. All so right. those are the same things. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's, it's like, just Bamf. Bamf was the only one, but 
Do you? Uh, this is this is one thing I've kind of noticed in myself, and I've I've talked to other people that are like working out that yeah. have, like are constantly you know taking pre workouts. Is yeah. like anxieties become mm-hmm. like it it'll shoot up a lot of people's anxiety because it's I think it's like caffeine sensitivity yeah. that it makes them just like. So you got to cycle. Like that's the thing. Like you got to go off caffeine. I actually am the biggest hypocrite with that where I'm like, dude, you got to cycle on caffeine. The other day I straight up drank 1.4 grams of caffeine. <laughs> like It was like a couple, a few Monster Ultras, the white ones, Red Bull, like three scoops of pre-workout. <sighs> uh, you, you, you were living on the wild side. Dude, I was, I was at work too for like after the 1.4 and I was just like, oh, I've got so You're much energy. Like, yeah i got a desk job and so i'm just like there i'm like all right i gotta go around and talk to my team members see what's up so you're like like gripping your pen you're like i could smash this pen right now if i really wanted to but that's those impulsive thoughts there have been times i do act on that though like i'll throw (laughs) a ball at the ground and see if it'll hit somebody else in the face i'm like yeah that works it's that that's the one that it's getting me in seeing a lot of like younger kids in the gym and they're, they're like they're it's like I've worked up to the pre workouts I had to take yeah. right now because when I first started out, it was like the C four, yeah, right, just pretty bottom shelf pre workouts. But now they they got some like legit mm-hmm. pre workouts that it's like, damn, you probably should be eighteen. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't think kids should be taking this. Well, dude, jacked the original jacked three D or whatever mm-hmm. basically had meth in it, like yeah. a, a a synthesized ish version of meth. But I mean, it was great. Um, definitely got you got a good pump. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember the first time I ever took pre-workout, um, me and my buddy, neither of us had a license. We were just drove into town and um, it was protein mixed with pre-workout. Oh, what? Well, we didn't know. Like, we were just like, this is supplements. This helps us get big. <laughs> this is supplements. Like, we were like 14, <laughs> maybe 15. And we're like, these are supplements. This is what, you know, our, our older friends use. Like they're ne- huge. Is, you want to reach the next level? This yeah. is it right yeah. here. We're like, these are the supplements we're supposed to use. So we mixed pre-workout, protein, BCAs, put it in eight ounces. We're like, all right, this is going to be great. We threw up everywhere. Oh, yeah. Dude. Like, I remember doing just flies, and, like, right as soon as I came in, it was just... Oh. Yeah, so we, we like, stayed there for 10 minutes and then went home and just threw up. And we were like, <sighs> I don't know if I ever want to work out again. We definitely did do it right. Yeah, and so it wasn't until I was, like, maybe, like, two years later, I was like, all right, I'll get supplements now. I think I understand it. Now you know how to you did certain times and yeah. certain after after your workouts of protein, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely don't drink protein before you work out. Dude, I just it, the only reason I like I, I see it and it's like, damn, that there's no way that has like a good ending. I've seen like I saw a girl and she she was dry scooping the bucked up with and she then she took a the sh- the she swigged it down with an energy drink. Yeah. I was like, ah, that's Hey, I'll be honest. Today, my pre-workout was bucked up, mixed with sugar-free Red Bull. God, dude, that's... And about four ounces of water. Hit me fast. That's like a hero dose of, of pre-workout, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. I know people that are, like, double-scooping stuff, and it's like, dude, I don't... Yeah, I, I feel like it would just sit in my stomach. I've, know, had, I've had times where I take pre-workouts, and it doesn't do anything, and I can feel it sitting in my stomach. Yeah. It's like, I... I, I think i took too much yeah you know i'll be honest i um this is really weird i uh i do like like this time of year is my favorite because I, I love halloween i love scary shit best, best um time. you know i love watching horror movies that have something to do with like 
demonic satanic shit like give me the conjuring all day every day yeah have you like, seen a what's the one it's like a, it's a spanish one it was on netflix and it was about like a girl that got possessed and then they no. ended up finding real it was like actual pictures at the end of the movie yeah. it was like oh shit this yeah shit no, no no so I've, I've heard about that one and that is on my list to watch right now i'm watching or finishing up the devil is in ohio my brother was watching he said that Dude, shit was good that's good yeah because like that stuff just it, it's so interesting to me how people can just like like turn to that right have you ever had like oh, an experience yeah, you yeah. have oh on my mission yeah yeah straight <laughs> up all right <laughs> so we um we there's this family that we um really had only talked to like a couple times and we go into their house and it's just an eerie feeling like it does not feel good at all and they're all quiet and they're like hey we want you guys to like bless this house like walk around like they weren't like one was a member but the other the rest of the family wasn't and they're like we don't know like how you guys do this like you have holy water like no we really just say a prayer and basically command the spirit to leave um we go into the the room the the little girl's room that they were getting this like she couldn't sleep she couldn't stay in there nothing dude we walked in there um now i 100 percent believe that there is there there are supernatural powers 100 mm -hmm. i love that stuff um we walked in there and immediately it was like a it was like not like anxiety where you feel like you have an elephant on your chest mm -hmm. but it felt like someone was constantly trying to punch me in the chest like over and over and over Ugh. again and like it, it was just felt hard to breathe and we walk in there and i you know i say my spiel right and no joke like it felt like it was a hollywood movie like the lights just were off and we're all just in the dark um and we sit there the guy or the the husband of the household he goes outside turns on the the breakers it all tripped all of them and so he turns everything all the power back on and we're still in there and we we don't feel good but the family's like wow yeah this actually feels good we'll let you guys know what's going on um me and my companion we go back to our apartment we're still feeling just so terrible we can't sleep throughout the night throwing up like we are not feeling good um and that went on for a whole week up until we eventually got like a blessing um and then about a week and a half after the blessing, we we finally felt normal again. Mm -hmm. And I was like, felt like shit, though. Like, it wasn't just Dude. a sickness. It wasn't anything like that. It straight up felt like I, like, we had carried whatever was there away with us. Like, oh, I just got chills. Yeah. yeah I see that a little goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, we, we felt that, though. Um, and, like going to like abandoned houses abandoned shit like that has always been what i love like i'll go out on a um like i don't, I don't know you kind of said it, we talk about this but like when i was in amsterdam i just go walking on the streets like by myself like brave like i just wanted to just go and like experience something weird honestly yeah. where i was like all right maybe i'll see something weird which i mean it was amsterdam i saw plenty of weird things mm -hmm. um but also too i just like that feeling of like suspense 
Um, can get you in dangerous positions if you, you know, you're thrill. You sounds like you're a thrill seeker, dude. A little bit. Yeah. A thrill seeker for the paranormal, dude. Yeah, one hundred percent. There is, so, dude. In Pocatello is not a bad place to find it. There's no. plenty of fucking spooky little spots in Pocatello. You know, there's that ghost tours that they do around here, mm-hmm. right? Um, and while I do think like some of it's like, okay, all right, this is just so you can we're making you guys because all the money i think goes to like what is it relight the night or something like that so the people that i rent out from they're yeah. the ones that are in charge of it dude and nice. they're like so they're like super into yeah like ghost hunting and stuff and so they've they've said that they've found some spots where they're like we're not gonna tell you but like they're yeah. just you know there's some spots in pocatello that you don't want to go yeah there's See. a wait. I'll okay. hold no, you off real you're quick. Good. You're good. So I had a guest on here. Her name was Hadley Harris. Okay. Right. Super cool girl. She's a Wiccan. So she oh, she's all so cool. she's like a witch. Dude, right? I love that. Does all bunch of like creepy shit. And she was telling me about the building she just moved into. That there was like a ghost or something at the bottom at the basement at the boiler room. That there was like a spirit there or something. And she said she she could feel it. Right. She just has this weird connection with energies or whatever it is and she yeah. would, she said she's like i could always feel that there was something there yeah and then th- they had a lady move in they had a storefront at the bottom of their apartment building and a lady moved in there and she was also some type of witch lady and she exercised spirits and all that and then she was she told she was talking to that lady and she was like yeah do you know about the guy at the boiler room and she had never told anybody about the presence that she felt and she was like yeah yeah about mm-hmm. she's like and then the lady that just moved in there she went yeah we're taking care of him right now so don't worry about him. He's he's definitely an uh, an unrestful soul. And I was like, dude, this. I where's this at? I need to go make a visit. Freaky. I need to go make a visit. There's apparently a racist ghost at uh, you know where the <laughs> the escape rooms down by like uh, Portneuf Valley Brewing. Oh there's yeah, a, yeah, there's yeah. escape room yeah, down. Yeah. yeah, apparently there's a basement there, and there's like a racist ghost. And a if racist if like ghost, if a black guy or a brown guy comes in, he won't hurt white folk but if like somebody of color walks in that person of color will usually feel like they gotta be from like the the, the, the 30s 40s oh, it's an old ghost it's yeah. definitely an old ghost yeah one of those people stuck in I, their ways i i haven't had too many experiences where i'm like that was fucking something yeah. but I, I i've been in places like you said like you, you just walk in and you go Something's off. Mm-hmm. It's just something feels off. Yeah. It, nothing really happens, but you just walk in and you go, this is, there's, it feels weird. Yeah. It, it almost turns on your fight, your fight or flight and you just kind of, dude, but I love that. I do too. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Yes. It makes you feel so good, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. No. And I it's not the shit. same. Like if you go to a haunted house yeah. and you get the jump scares, yeah, you, you'll get scared and stuff, but, but you're it's, expecting it's, yeah, it's not the same. It's yeah. not the same as, walking into a room where it's just a chair yeah right like walking through a forest late at night yeah love that shit you just feel like something's looking at you the whole mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. anyway i cut you off no my no story. you're good honestly i mean it was just similar where just with the the ghost tours because we did it with i think two years ago it was either right before covid or right after i think it was right before so it's been more than two years it's been mm-hmm. almost three years yeah. now damn um but it was cool because, like, you, we got to go, like, the basement of some of the buildings, right? Um, being, like, the cellars and, like, you see the where the tunnels have been walled off right underneath Pocatello. and The tunnels are the ones that I've, I've heard a lot of people talk about the tunnels. tunnels. Tunnels so bad. 
apparently there's a there's a ghost in the Pocatello High School. Yeah. So we went into there too, and like they we went to the auditorium. Um, they showed us like how it's like it's been on like one of the top ten haunted places in the U.S. And I'm like, mm. and now with all, all the shit happening with Downer Funeral Home right behind it. Oh God! Like, no, no. Yeah, I'm like, the, dude, that that one, that one's dude, that's a bit of a trip. That's trippy. Whatever the fuck is going on? Whatever I don't know what that what they find yeah. like sixty skeletons yeah. or something. Yeah, and like fetuses and shit yeah. like that. Like, that's so nasty. That huh? dude was into some. He yeah. was doing some shady shit. Super shady and yeah. So messed up, dude. God, I, I don't. I just, I just know that they found a bunch. So they think he was doing like abortions. Oh yeah, really? Is, is one of one of the theories that, that he was Damn. like, they, and then if the lady died, yeah, he would just, you know, burn her up or yeah. something, and then just be like, oh fuck, well, dude. yeah, one hundred percent. Pocatello's haunted. It has to be places. Yeah, I love it. Have you always been a fan of like the the spooky? Oh yeah, or did dude. something awaken it inside of you? No, nah, dude. Like... like there's a so out in Thomas, Idaho, like that's where I grew up. Mm -hmm. um, there's a there was a house. It was like one of those underground houses out in the middle of a mm -hmm. field. Nobody lived in. I love to like we we'd always like to go out there and like scare people, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and I just loved it because it was a weird feeling out there. Or then like going out onto like the res, like Tilden Bridge, <sighs> and walking across it late at night. Dude, I've I've never had the pleasure of the water baby experiences, dude, or I, being out in the res and like having creepy shit. But I've heard so many stories, dude, of being on the res. Ten wheeler broke down on me one time when we were working out on a potato field, and I had to sit out there and wait for two hours for somebody to come pick me up. It <laughs> might not have been a full two hours, but it felt like an eternity because I was like, okay, it was super late at night, no lights phone was dead all i could do was call and be like hey i'm out here can you come pick me up and so i'm just sitting there phone dies because i was just on like instagram scrolling through it um snapchatting people and then phone dies and i'm just sitting out there oh no pitch black and i'm like looking around i'm like oh shit and i just got this really weird feeling and then my boss comes up out of nowhere and just smacks the side oh, of the window. Oh, dick. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Fred. He just made me have a heart attack. I straight up thought that I was about to get murdered. I was going like, to die. Some spirit was going to take my soul. Dude, it's freaking. I was I went, I went back in my single days. Uh, I, I went on a Tinder date with an Indian gal. Oh, nice. A reservation gal. And uh, I didn't know it was taboo to ask about skinwalkers. Ooh. But I was like. We were, we were in dinner. I was like, "So listen, I like if this is like if this is, you don't have to answer this, I just kind of want to ask. Yeah, uh, what's the deal with like skinwalkers? Like, is yeah. that is that like a real thing? She she like she got really serious, yeah. right? She was like, "So I'm gonna tell you a story. I don't want I, and she didn't say I couldn't tell anybody, but like she yes. was kind of like." I keep it on the keep down, it on low. The down low. Yeah. So I'll tell it on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> For the world to hear. <laughs> she said she was she was out at her at her uncle's house and she was with her like little sister and her little cousins and they had a shed yeah. to the side of the house and they were playing in the shed and then they could hear like something just like scratching at the shed because it was the tin shed, right? Yeah. yeah. They could hear it, they could hear it scratching. And then they walked outside and they saw something just like run past them Hell but they were like it was it was it wasn't a dog yeah. we've seen dogs out there and it was it was bigger than a dog and it was all black yeah and then it just ran past them and they just looked at them and they said it had glowing red eyes and i was like 
I'm gonna believe everything you're saying right now because that shit's awesome, <laughs> right? Terrifying, but dude, isn't that it? Just it, it adds a certain amount of wonder to the world where you're right. like, dude, there ain't, there ain't sh- there's there's some shit you can't explain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it, dude. Same, keeps me going every time. Love it, Braden. Uh, thank you for coming on, man. Did an out, did about an hour and a half. Hell yeah, dude. So, uh, end of every single podcast, dude. I like to give the microphone to my guest to shout out whatever they want to shout out. Any last pieces of advice? Uh, I give the microphone to you, sir. Fair enough. You know, um, at work, I'm known as giving out Bradenisms. Um, that was not a phrase that was coined by me by any means. Don't um, like it. Well, it's not that I don't like Sounds it. Sounds like you're a wise man. I uh, And everybody noticed. Try to be. Um, it's more like I, I piece things together. Um, the only thing that I will say is, you know, life for a lot of people, I mean, it's been trying two years for so many people, whether it's professional, um, personal, anything like that, you know, COVID, wars, dude, shit's always going on. Shit's always yep. going to hit the fan, right? Um, but, um, how do you... Your whole life, it really depends on how you are going to respond to responsibility, right? Um, The responsibility of taking care of yourself. That's the first and foremost. You know, you got Maslow's um, hierarchy of needs. Can't ever forget yourself. So many people think that they got to live these selfless lives. But your number one priority is making sure you're taken care of. Mm but then responding to responsibility of, you know, I'm going to take on this job. I'm going to do it. I'm going to help out this person. I want to do it. Um, and then you got the responsibility of going after your goals. Um, I hate it more than anything, seeing somebody with the desire and passion to progress in life, have these goals, and then some speed bumps ha- happen and they get so distracted and distraught and they just lose all motivation um so learn to respond to responsibility in a way that will only help you and those around you it's beautiful thank you i love that i love you thank you very much Braden. <laughs> gave us a skin man brother it's been fun it's been a great time even love you everybody shout out shout out green team i should see you shout out green team <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
great friend, great cousin, a brother, uh, love him to death, and he made the Daily Time Ticket possible. We brainstormed the whole idea about this podcast. I brainstormed ideas with him, logos, names, music, you name it. It was it, it was it was a whole process and we wouldn't be where we are without him. We're also a big shout out to my cousin from Vegas, Mythic Apex, Hector Lemus Palacios. Uh, he's the one that did the artwork of Olin. Uh, I came with him to him with an idea of what I wanted, and you know he made he brought it into life. And uh, without those two guys, this you know this podcast wouldn't look as cool, nor sound as cool, and it would not be what it is today. So big shout out to them. Check them out, both of them on Instagram. I think Eric's handle is uh, Painted Glass Windows and hectors is at mythic apex so give him a shout uh also shout out to bud light shout out to coors light shout out um lights electricity shout out to water shout out the internet um shout out to my loving girlfriend gracie goff for taking pictures i think she loves me sometimes sometimes she's actually a little weird She's smiling right now, but I can't. She looks a little angry. Yeah, she's telling me to stop. <laughs> Love you, everybody. Mwah.